It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gish. Well, if this is your very first time tuning into the Divas, thank you so much. The Divas That Care is now in its 11th season. We are listened to in over 30 countries around the world, and it's because of all of our amazing guests and all of our amazing listeners that we are able to reach so many people out there, and we've been doing it for this period of time. So thank you so much to each and every one of you. If you want to check out all of our recorded shows, you can go to divasacare.com, and you can listen to all of our fantastic hosts that are listed there. Well, welcome. As I said, today's program is going to be absolutely fantastic. I'm going to be introducing a brand new diva to our family. I'm very excited to be welcoming Lexi Galbraith. And this woman is extraordinary. And I can't wait to hear her story with all of you. So, Lexi, welcome to the program. Hi, Candace. Thank you so much. It's a thrill to be here. I'm honored. Um, Yeah, this is uh, very exciting. Uh, so I guess I'll start off with a little bit about myself. Um, so I'm originally from Montreal and uh, then ended up in Toronto, and I've been in Calgary, Alberta for the past 11 years. I just celebrated my 11-year anniversary. Uh, and, yeah, I plan – this is it. Alberta stuck with me. I plan on staying here. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just a wonder, you know, so amazing. I, I just love being outdoors, and, and it just definitely grounds me, and it's my happy place. So this is a, the perfect spot to be in. <laughs> Well, that is fantastic. Well, we love having you here in Alberta. And uh, so, Toby, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, I know that we had talked a little earlier. You are a teacher. And I want to, yeah. I'm excited. Do you teach in Calgary? And, you know, it's going to be leading kind of into the program today. But tell us a little bit about what you're doing. Sure. Well, I'm actually, uh, yeah, I started teaching. I can't believe I'm going into my 25th year of teaching. I love it as much now as I did my first year of teaching so, so long ago. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've taught, I taught back in Ontario and I'm a French immersion teacher. I've taught uh, from kindergarten all the way up to grade nine, uh, did a bit of English in there as well. And when I moved out to Calgary, I actually, uh, kind of funny, I was, uh, I divorced at 38 and, uh, had reconnected with someone who I was friends with when I was, uh, in grade five and grade six, we actually lived together in the same apartment building, and uh, we were always good friends, but uh, it never went further than that, and then we reconnected as grown-ups 20 years later, and I ended up taking a chance and coming out to Alberta. I thought, you know, I oh would goodness. rather... Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy, and it was funny because I thought, you know, I would, I've always been one to to be of the mindset that I would rather try and perhaps have things go a little bit sideways or a little bit differently than I anticipated than to not have tried at all. I, I kept on oh, imagining I myself older sitting on the porch with a friend saying, oh, you know, I wish I could have done this and I wish I could have done that. And, you know, they, they always say that for the dying, um, you know, their regret isn't chances that they took. It's the chances that they didn't take. And so I came out yep. here at 40 years old, my little Hyundai accent loaded like a Jenga basically like a Jenga game, kayak on the roof, bike on the back, my mom riding shotgun, and we drove across from Ontario 
all the way through Canada up and over to Calgary. So it was it was quite a journey, but I'm I'm so thankful I did it. And you know, I think that that was probably one of the things that always has been key for me is mindset. Um, and I think looking at 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 it as this is a journey, this is an adventure, and whatever's going to happen will happen. And so um, certainly having goals in, in mind, but also being flexible. I think I equate it to being in a kayak. When you've got a bit of a bit more wave, you've got to have that flexibility and movement in your hips so that you don't go, um, you're not stiff as a board because that's when you're going to get into problems. You need to be able to move with it a little bit. So, um, yeah, that's kind of been my perspective all along. Yeah. And so, well, I love yeah, that. I, and it's so inspiring. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's and I it's funny. I think I've always been wired that way. Um, you know, there have been many <laughs> many obstacles and of course, you know, some heartbreaks and letdowns just, you know, as as that's part of life and life's lessons, but I think it's it's always believing and knowing that there's a lesson in this. How can I be stronger? What am I going to take and learn from this to make myself an, even better and improve myself? For myself, right? So that's that's, that's a amazing. huge one. And, and yeah, thank you. And so yeah, I ended up out here. And uh, funny enough, my contract ended up being a little different than first anticipated. But that's okay. Again, it was you know we're rolling with it, and whatever happens, the universe is going to give me different things. And this is a, yep. this is a test. Let's see what I'm made of. And so um, I teach for Rocky View School Division, which is actually on the outskirts. So it basically Rocky View is the horseshoe around Calgary. It's a pretty big area. Um, and so I teach for them, and I absolutely love it. It's a it's a great, great school division. Very supportive. My coworkers are fantastic, and it's just been it's just been wonderful. So I'm thankful for that. But um, what's interesting is is I've always also been interested in fitness from a very young age. From when I was about 14, I volunteered in a gym, and then I ended up working at the gym, and you know, of course, taking different fitness classes and things, and, and a, a physically active person. Um, and then, you know, I, I was certified, I became certified as a Zumba instructor. So I hold many different Zumba certifications. That was almost 11 years ago now. Um, and I'm also, I also have some other certifications in pound fitness, which is like a drumming fitness class. Oh, um, I love that one so much. It's, it's so fun. There's something so cathartic about drumming. It's just, there's just that release and the music is fabulous and you're tricked into doing your squats and you don't even know it and you feel amazing afterwards, right? So <laughs> again, it's, it's interesting that for me, I, I gravitate towards Zumba and Pound. It seems that many of our instructors that, that are Zumba certified are also Pound certified because it's that same um, it's for everybody and everybody, right? So, it, and the energy and the enthusiasm and the love and acceptance is there in both of those, which is fabulous. Um, and then again, also being certified in restorative yoga, chair yoga, and other modalities too. Um, and so, something I need to backtrack a bit with is um, I was diagnosed with lupus when I was 23. So for for those who may not know, lupus is an autoimmune disease which can attack any major organ in your body. So it can go for your lungs, kidney, heart, brain, etc. And so when I was 23, I was finishing up my undergrad degree. So I was finishing that up. I was working out five days a week. I was helping to open up a clothing store in Toronto. And I just had this massive pain. Everything was sore. And, of course, at, at 23, you're thinking, oh, it's delayed onset muscle soreness. I'll be fine. Just keep on doing what you're doing. Um, and, yep. of course, the pain got worse. I had difficulty moving, couldn't dress myself. 
um, you know, at 23, um, swelling everywhere, just extreme fatigue, fatigue that I can't even, I, I, there isn't a word to describe <laughs> the, how, how fatigued I was. Um, and so ended up going to the doctor and after many tests, they discovered that I had lupus. And so, um, for me, you know, it, it, at 23 years old, I was, you know, going through those seven stages as you do. I was angry, you know, because there were days where I felt like I was 90. I couldn't do the things that other people were doing, and I was used to being very active. Um, and so, you know, I've had 28 years. I'm now 51. Uh, I've had 28 years of living with lupus and learning to ride that wave. And I think with my lupus, when I was first diagnosed, it was that frustration and anger and of course questioning why me and then thinking you know what again am I going to live my life angry and bitter and resentful or am I going to learn about this am I going to gain knowledge and see what can I do how far can I push my body what can I what can I do to make this better because I'm not going to let this define me at 23 years of age I'm not my disease it's part of of me however it's not me right um, and so at 23, I, I was uh, in a relationship. We actually got married two years later. Um, and I remember at 25 years old, having my husband, again, help me get dressed. I had to have him help me color my hair because I couldn't lift my hands to my head. Um, so, so many different things. I remember being hospitalized and it was extremely humbling to have a girlfriend visit and at 25 years old, ask her to cut my meat because I couldn't, I couldn't grip the fork and knife strongly enough to be able to cut a piece of meat. So, you know, again, there was a lesson in that. And, and I think, you know, one, giving myself grace two, asking for Mm -hmm. help and being vulnerable. I mean, I didn't have a choice, but again, it was a really good lesson and a lesson that came in handy uh, in life in general. Right. Um, What a journey. Wow. It, it, it was. It was, you know, pretty, pretty interesting. And I mean, you know, there was a lot of, with that, um, I also had some, some stomach issues. At 16, I was diagnosed with irritable bowel syndrome. Um, and so, again, at 16, being used to uh, going places and having to scout out where the washrooms so I could tell you any washroom, <laughs> if we went to a mall, if we went to a movie theater, I sat at the back of the theater just in case I had to run out and go to the washroom. I, um, yeah, vividly remember that. I remember uh, dating someone at the time and they, they broke up with me because they just couldn't deal with that. Um, and understandably so, at 16 years old, you don't want to have to worry about where the washrooms are and things like that. But again, that was my reality. Um, and so, you know, so that tied in with the loop. Mm-hmm. I, I have a question for you. You like you had sure. so many huge challenges in your health. <laughs> How were you able to overcome them? Because I know right now you are very healthy and you're very active and you're you've got yeah. so much going on. How yeah. are you able to get through that? You know, I think again, I mentioned earlier I, I'm wired in a certain way and, and I think um, certainly what, there were times where I was down and I was really sad and, and depressed and, and had a hard time dealing with it. But I also remembered, you know, there's always, I say it to my students all the time, tomorrow's another day. Okay, so maybe today wasn't the best day we could have had. Tomorrow will be a better day. We've got a chance to start over. And so I think, you know, part was 
me researching, finding out things I could do in terms of managing my irritable bowel, um, researching, finding out things I could do with respect to my lupus and my chronic pain. And I think that that's the key is you need to be your own self-advocate and you need to, um, you need to take the reins. You need to do your research. You need to search things out. And, and honestly, I, I look, searched out many different modalities, you know, many different uh, types of practitioners, read lots of different books. And I think that that education piece is key and not just relying on what someone else says. Because, again, um, you know, especially with lupus, for example, you and I may both have it, but we'll have very different symptoms. So what works for me may not necessarily work for you. And so, again, that's where you need to be there present, even though sometimes it's icky <laughs> to sit in that and to, to process through. And I think that's the key. Lexi, I want to say thank you just for acknowledging that because a lot of people think that, you know, we're going to go to our doctor and we're, they're going to give us, they're going to tell us how to fix this and everybody's going to be the mm-hmm. same. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. we're all different. We were not made the same. So how are we going to have yeah. the same symptoms? How are we going to have the same results? You know, we have to really look into that and, find out what works for us. And I, so thank you so much for sharing that. Oh, thank you. Um, My pleasure. And I think that's it. You know, I I remember when I was younger, when I was at 16, a a doctor saying to me, oh, just take some vitamins. You'll be fine. It's all in your head. Well, no, it's not. You know, fast forward to, uh, I believe it was seven years ago. Yeah, almost seven years ago, I was diagnosed with colitis. So, so it wasn't all in my mm-hmm. head. And I think that, that we know our bodies. And I think that's the other thing, too. So many times, and especially as women, we, we have our gut intuition and our feelings. And yet, for some reason, <laughs> we, we just put that aside. And we think, oh, no. So you know, true. And we just go ahead, right? And, and your gut will not steer you wrong if you truly listen. And whether it's you know, for me, whether it's being on the water paddling, whether it's walking in the forest, whatever it is where you can just get in tune with yourself and really listen, and that's the thing. I think that there's signs, you know, they say there's signs everywhere. I know it sounds cliche, but so true. We just need to be open and paying attention to them. And and you know your body best. So if something doesn't feel right, you need to get it checked. Right? That is so that's probably good Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. so now, besides being a, a teacher, you are also yes. a wellness coach. You are doing yes. all this stuff. You are teaching lessons. I, I yeah. want to talk about that because I think that's quite fascinating because not only do you have your full-time position, you also have, mm-hmm. you know, numerous part-time things that you're doing because I know that you're doing some other yeah. things too. But let's yes. talk about this. Like, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, part of the thing, too, is is uh, another thing, just before I get into that, I was also, <laughs> this is like the plethora, roll down the list, I can see the town crier with his list right now. Um, if you think about um, seven years, actually seven and a half years ago, I was also injured in a car accident. So I was rear-ended. Um, it wasn't at high velocity. However, it was to the point where I couldn't lift my arms. Uh, I couldn't move my body. Oh my I was goodness. in so much pain that it hurt to physically be to the point that I was in tea. All I could do is if I, it reminded me of a little child, you know, when a child is so upset, so tired or, or whatever it is, something's just at their core is so disrupted that all they can do is cry. 
Um, I've been there. I was in that spot where I was in so much pain, nothing made it better. And it was just all I could do was cry. And so, you know, oh. again, m- moving from that to I'm, – I'm so proud of myself. This is the first time I can say that without crying. <laughs> so um, <laughs> moving <laughs> – I may still. Um, moving from that, right, moving from that point, I think that that's the thing too is it's I, – I have a servant heart and a servant nature. Um, that's why I got into teaching. I love children. And I want to be part of the, the reason or, or I want to help facilitate their growth and their journey so that yes. they can achieve their full potential and they can see that they have this potential. And so the same thing with, with you know, when I became a Zumba instructor and then Pound and all these different certifications. Um, yeah, I'm a certified personal trainer and wellness coach. I help people who are struggling with chronic pain and injury rehab. Uh, I also work with clients who are looking for alternatives to working out at the gym. So again, for some people, they don't want to go to the gym there. They might be embarrassed. They might be intimidated or it's just not for them. And so I offer programs. I do virtual classes. I, I teach pound and Zumba. I've just recently added a new one, which is weights and bands, um, as well as so resistance training, because that's so key, especially so as, you do as women all again, as we get older. Yeah. Which oh, is wow, a, nice a lot part of people would love doing that. Well, and that's the fun part, right? Because I was working at a gym, and then that gym closed, and I thought, you know what? Okay, it's part of the journey. What am I going to do? What am I gonna, how am I going to pivot? Because my passion is helping people. And so how can I still bring this? Because I know there are people who need it. And so, you know, uh, COVID hit at that point as well. I ended up going online, and I was actually – for the for the period that we were doing going through COVID, I actually did free virtual classes because my my mindset and my point of view uh, and my heart is that you know people some people were losing their jobs some people weren't working at all but they still needed some an outlet and so I provided free online classes for vir- oh, for virtual Zoom bound pounds. Yeah, it's just my way of giving back and just kind of supporting right because that mental health piece and physical yes. activity is so important. So yeah, so right now I, I was when I was at school, I was that uh, I had a group that I taught after school, which was fantastic. And uh, yeah, I plan on continuing my virtual classes, it'll modify a little bit once I go back to school in the fall. So yeah, so I offer pounds, Zumba, um, this new weights and bands class, and I'm looking at adding a fourth one, which is restorative yoga and chair yoga combined. Um, so yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, people struggling with chronic pain and injury rehab, it really are, are my jam because it, they have problems with ba- basic movements, right? Of their everyday life, the pain's so bad that they feel like it's never going to end. I've been there. Uh, you know, they, they might feel secluded and lonely because they can't do the things they used to. The other part of it too is, and another part that I, that I help with and I consult with is, you know, we sometimes forget about the partner of the person who's dealing with chronic pain. They get forgotten. And, they're, you know, on their side, there's frustration. Well, how do I support my other half who's, who's going through this? What do yeah. I do? Maybe they feel neglected and abandoned, and they're mourning the loss of the life that they thought they were going to have with their partner. So that's a key, a, a whole other piece of it as well, right? But all in all, these people just want to be normal again, right? And even to move, like even a micro movement. I remember the day when I could finally lift my arms up to brush my hair. I was I was ecstatic. And I mean, someone else would have thought, are you crazy? Like, why is that such an important thing? And it's like, no, if you knew where I came from, 
this is huge. Mm-hmm. The moment I could get back into dancing, and that was the thing. When I had my car accident seven and a half years ago, I couldn't dance. I couldn't hike. I couldn't kayak. So all of these things that, that were my passion were taken away from me. I didn't have a choice in that. But I did have a choice in how I dealt with it and how I reacted to it. And I didn't, you know, dealing with this chronic pain from my lupus before, dealing with the chronic pain from my car accident, parole, that power was taken away. But I have the power to decide what I'm going to do in the face of this. And that's what I want to help other people realize too, is that even if it's a little thing, maybe it's just being able to stay up for a half hour and, or maybe it's being able to have a half-hour nap instead of a 45-minute nap. Maybe it's something as little as that. That makes a huge difference, and it's a huge success. And, and again, I know this because I've lived this. And so I don't – that's the thing is I don't want anybody to feel like they're alone and that it can't get better. Even if it's a small step, it's still a step. And so I have a program that helps people to not, you know, I like to say you're not just going to survive, but you're going to thrive. Maybe it's in a different way than you thought, but you're still going to, we can still have some success. We can still get some sort of, of, of life back, right? Some normalcy. Oh. And so I show them how, how it's possible, right? And that yeah. way they can be back with their friends and their family. Like that's the, the other part too is with the chronic pain I mentioned a bit before, it's extremely isolating because you're canceling things, right? You're canceling, you're, you're so excited, you want to go see your girlfriends, and it's lunch, it's lunch. But you're exhausted after waking up and taking a shower. Never mind getting dressed. Never mind, you know, getting in your car and driving somewhere. For some of us, I remember when I first had my accident, sitting in a vehicle, I never thought I'd be able to drive again. I never thought I'd be able to work again. I also never thought I'd be able to sit in a movie theater and watch a movie again because it was that painful so you know again I, I i use different different programs different things i tailor everything based on my personal experience what my knowledge of what's worked and what hasn't worked but i also listen and that's the key part as well you need to if you're looking for someone to work with whether or not you're dealing with chronic pain you need to find someone that you connect with you need to, they need to take the time to get to know you. You need to have that initial conversation to see if it's a fit, right? So, that is so yeah, true. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> Lexi, you are absolutely inspiring. Like, I, I don't even know what to say right now. I just want to do a tidbit. For any of, any of our listeners, you have a page on, on Facebook. It's called Lexi's Wellness Warriors. Um, yes. Is that something that our listeners can go and check out? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And so on there, I share little motivational posts, different suggestions. I might let you know, I let you know when my exercise classes are. And basically that evolved from my passion and desire to help people achieve their goals, right? So I, I, I use a holistic approach, and it centers on, on the body, the mind, and the soul. So that's the thing, too, is it, it, if you're just working on the physical <laughs> and your mindset isn't right, you need to mind your mind because that is going to be the key, the key piece. Oh, that right? is so and, true. And again, using things like I, I am um, also an ad heart facilitator, so I'm certified through um, heart math. Um, as well as having my Reiki uh, one and two. So again, working on things like that to to calm the mind, to help refocus and settle things as well. So yeah, it's that it's that whole thing. It's not just one piece. It's everything all together. 
Mm-hmm. That is fantastic. Well, to all of our listeners, what I'm going to be doing too is posting the link to her page on our all of our social media so that you can go check it out because I think it's really important that everybody gets to know the amazing Lexi here. Oh, gosh, Lexi, mm-hmm. I've had such a great time with you. I really do hope that you come back on our program, you share more stuff. I know that there's so many facets to you, and this is just one of them. Um, so I think that there's definitely so much we can talk about. But before we end the program here, would you mind sharing maybe like a last-minute tip or tool that our listeners can take home with them? I think, you know, it's you need to, if you can find someone to connect with. I think, you know, for me, being in a group setting, going to groups to talk wasn't necessarily how I chose to deal with things. But if you can find someone to connect with, because I think staying in isolation um, is not helpful. It's not helpful to your healing journey. You need to, you, you need some support. So whether it's, you know, for me, I'm lucky. I, ha- I have friends who have fibros. So we kind of, we commiserate a little bit. We chat for like five minutes about what's going on with each of us. And then we move on to other things and we do other things, but having someone who understands. So, you know, if you don't have someone who understands who, who who you might want to chat with, I'm always available. I love making new friends and I would love to chat with you. If you need someone, I will gladly be your someone. Right. Oh, that's Um, wonderful. Yeah, I just I consider me your 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 personal cheerleader. <laughs> and we all need those people in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, definitely. Thank you so much. Uh as I said, please come back on the Divas at Care again. We would love to, you know, have you update us on everything that you're doing. I know that you mentioned that you're going to be getting a, a website here with all your stuff yes. on there. So we're excited. We can't wait to see that. So thank you again thank for being you. my amazing guest. And welcome to the Diva family. Thank you so much. This has been such a fantastic opportunity. And, and guys, just remember, there is hope. And it's even if it's a little step, it's a step. Okay? So you can do it. If I did this, you can do this too. You can, you can do it. You can come out of this. So thank you so oh, much, Candice. Oh, you are so welcome. And thank you to all of our amazing listeners. As I mentioned at the beginning, it's because of all of you that we are able to continue doing this program. I'm so grateful to each and every one of you that have tuned in. And make sure that you share this with your friends and family. You never know who it's going to impact. So, again, thank you to my amazing guest, Lexi. Thank you to all of our listeners. And I hope that you do something kind for somebody. Until next time. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.